Well, hello and welcome to the Southland Students Podcast, episode two. We didn't completely fail last time, so we decided to try this again. Uh, my name is David. I am the director of student ministries. Thanks for being with us. Got a couple uh, guys here in the room. Mm-hmm. We got Mr. Richard Weiss, our high school pastor at Harrisburg Road. Richard, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, David. You know, it's a beautiful day outside. Uh, it's hot. It's a little hot, actually. I'm not yep. joking. You walk out, you sweat immediately at uh, high school last night. One of our like, leaders came in and it looked like he just got a shower. It was disgusting. Ugh. So... Yeah. I'm going to be honest, we probably, yeah, it's it's a hot day outside, but I'm great, you know, I'm Good. great. Yeah, my air conditioning broke in my house this oh. week. It's like the worst uh. timing, first then, world problems, I there's guess. Like, it's either worse, it, both ways are bad. If it's too cold and it's like you freeze inside of your house mm. or too like hot, it's just miserable both ways. Mm. Just you want it perfection, 75 and sunny. Isn't that like a country song or something? <laughs> should be. You should write that one, Richard. I should, yeah, okay. Um, we also have uh, Ben McGill here, our worship and programming leader. Mm. Ben, how are you doing? I'm, a little, I'm, I'm well. How are you? So very good. It's proper English. What I always say good. What we didn't say is that we're actually, it's hot outside, but we are in a very... Uh, secluded room in the basement of a building right now. It's a little chilly in here. <laughs> you actually. make that sound so creepy. We're in the basement of a building yeah, right now. It's not as weird as Ben made sound, people. <laughs> uh, well, awesome. Uh, again, we're we're hitting episode two. This is like Southland Students Podcast, the yep. sequel. Yep. Because um, we know that the sequel is always better than the original, Just right? Somewhat true. <laughs> somewhat true. Not really. There's you know like Home Alone two. You know, stood up yeah. to the original. Episode well, one. New York. Macaulay yes. Culver, yeah, that's true. After that, it fell off pretty bad. What? I mean, I don't honestly know of a good sequel. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a great well, sequel. There's, there's, I mean, the Santa Claus two was not as good as the first one. Granted, but there's Mighty Ducks. <laughs> Mighty two, Ducks was good. Which mm. might be but the, the first one was really good too. Yeah, but the second one was better. I mm. think I cried at the end of the first one. It was emotional. You know, now that I think about it, I'm thinking like Harry Potter, the second book, not as good as the first no, one. No, not even close. You know? But the fourth sequel. Is it, if it's the fourth, is it still a sequel? I'm not sure how that works. <laughs> the fourth sequel. Doesn't the word change the fourth, you get but, past two? Does it? <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's well, we'll the, find out. People the fourth, are a lot smarter the than The fourth installment of... fourth installment. I don't know. I don't Star know. Wars. Anyways, they have a lot of those. We're, yes, although episode two in Star Wars is pretty awful, too. I think I'll Star Wars is honestly the only one that sticks with. They, they call it episode Judge two. Judge Rabbit basically ruined that Oh, Ben, I love you so much right now for knowing that. Um, Anyways, so we're here together. We have started this podcast uh, to provide another avenue, another outlet for our students in our Southland Students Ministry, middle school and high school uh, to uh, continue to grow in your faith and to continue to grow closer to Jesus. And so we know this summer you guys are uh, just chilling, playing video games, you know, sitting at the pool. You got your earbuds in and we're thinking, hey, uh, let's. Let's uh, give them something to listen to. Yep. Earbuds. Um, and people, so most people have the big headphones now. Earbuds are kind of out. It's wireless. Oh, they're out. Yeah. I mean, they're not oh, totally no. out. They're not totally out, but the like the stereo, like stereo, like the beats, the beats see, things. Are, the little ones don't stay in your ears that well. I know. And you get. I sweaty. love the little ones though. They're great, but you have to like keep pushing them in. Yeah. That's just me. I have weird ears. It's probably you. You got. Although I, I was. Like ears, Ben. They're fine. I, I was at the gym the other day, and someone had these big giant headphones on while they were working out. I'm yeah. like, you. If they're wireless, look awesome. If they're wireless, that's the best. I mean, Stephanie Box, uh, shout out to Richmond Road Campus, and you know she was working out one time and told me she wanted my wireless headphones because she tripped over her 
headphone cord <laughs> in the middle of the gym and actually fell down on the treadmill in the middle of everybody and literally out loud oh, screamed, gosh. Richard Weiss, I need your stinking wireless headphones. <laughs> so that, I mean, that's pretty epic. That, that's we a good should, testimony right there. get her on the phone and just verify that. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Future podcast uh, topic here. Mm -hmm. uh, so anyway, so we're here together every week because, uh, uh, one, we like to have fun and so we'll joke around a lot. But also, we uh, want to give you ideas and things to think about as you uh, spend some time in scripture or you're looking into, I mean, how do I take some my next step in my faith uh, this summer? And so we'll get to the, the main uh, topic a little bit later. But first, for you to get to know uh, our guests every week, I've asked them to come and share a favorite memory from their summers as a teenager. So Richard, will you please uh, enlighten memory. us uh, about Little one of your Richard. favorite memories as well, a Frankfurt, teenager Frankfurt, Kentucky was not a thriving metropolis. So we really didn't have that much to do. Um, I would say for us though, we went camping a lot and I loved going camping, but we would go to this place um, in Tennessee called Fall Creek Falls. And its claim to fame was that the old school um, jungle book movie that they called Mowgli. Uh, they actually filmed that no here way. at what? this place we were at. Like they had a wooden bridge, like a swinging bridge they built. I mean, it was awesome. So we would go to this place, uh, and when I was a freshman in high school, my friend and I walked up to the edge of this waterfall that was there. And it was an 85-foot waterfall. <laughs> and wow. we, it, we watched Mowgli, no joke, in the movie jump off of this really epic like. So we decided we wanted to jump off of this 85-foot waterfall. Um, and so we got up the courage, and one day we actually did – and we jumped off this stinking waterfall, and it was the most terrifying thing I've ever done in my life. Like, it, like think about it. it. It took us four seconds to actually get to the bottom of this. Like, <laughs> so you think one, two, three, four. Like, you're flying in the air that whole time, flailing like, like an idiot. Like, you have no idea house. what to do. Yeah, it's Isn't crazy. The, the water hurt? It, oh, yeah. You have to, go, you have to pencil in. Like, you have to Ooh. point your toes and pencil in. But then when you get in the water, you have to sprawl out really fast so you don't go down too deep. So you can swim back up. Oh my gosh! Uh, it was illegal to do this. So if there's any park oh, rangers geez. from Tennessee, um, I'm just joking. It's not we're, illegal. It's not illegal. It, it ben, we're be gonna now. need to edit this out. It would be illegal now, but it was not at the time. And okay. so, um, so don't do it. But that's what we did. It was awesome. I loved going camping. We were, had all kinds of adventures. There was one epic time when uh, we were standing on the edge, and there was this guy there with his girlfriend, and and they were like, "You won't jump off." And so we were like, "Yeah." So we jumped off. Uh, and then his girlfriend got upset, and she was like, he's not going to jump off. And so we went back up, and we jumped off with his girlfriend, and then she got hurt. And so that was actually a sad end of the story. <laughs> but, uh, she made it out alive. She made it out alive. She just didn't land right, you know? You land like you're sitting in a seat. It's like, this is the worst. They're like, and then she died. And it is really and it's she, a great summer memory from your teenage years. And she didn't make it. But no, she's yeah. alive. She's oh alive. Gosh. She's alive and well, people. <laughs> If you're listening, lady, I'm sorry. Oh, wow. But it was great. That, that took a weird turn. <laughs> it, it did. It did. From Mowgli to Summer Death. <laughs> She's not dead. She's still alive. That's good. Uh, good to uh, know. But camping, you know, that was always what we love to do um, in good. the summer. So, yep. Awesome. Well, that really helps us get to know you. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Does it, Maybe though? a little Jump too well. Jump on the lake with Richard. That's <laughs> yeah. the story. Yeah. Um, so every week I've asked our uh, different student ministry staff members who come and join us to come in prepared to share 
uh, about one of their heroes from Scripture. And so last week you heard from Eric Schneider, our Richmond Road uh, student pastor. He talked about Moses, and I've asked Richard to come in and share about uh, one of his heroes from Scripture. So we're going to take a few minutes to talk about that and some ideas about what that means for you and me and, and as you're continuing to follow Jesus. And so we're just going to take a few minutes to do that, and then we'll close out uh, the podcast. So Richard, take it away. Yeah. Man, as I was kind of praying through um, this, there's always one person in Scripture that kind of comes back to my mind. And um, I think it's probably because I can relate to him so well. Um, And it's this guy, you guys have probably all heard of him before. His name is Peter. And um, he actually started off being called Simon. You guys would have known that. Uh, As you read through Luke, you get to Luke chapter 5. And it's when Jesus is kind of coming and he's finally starting to call disciples and ask people to kind of start following him. And he gets to the point where... Uh, he walks up and he's preaching and teaching on this like side of the side of this this basically this beach and he's preaching out and there's these guys over here three guys um, and they're fishing and so they hear this guy named Jesus out there preaching and one of them is Peter and so he hears this guy out there his name Jesus and he's preaching about um, all these different things about God about the, him being the Messiah and so he hears the message of who Jesus is uh, early on um, and I think that's one of those things when when we when we hear about uh, Peter kind of like finally following Jesus, you hear in the earlier, like in Matthew, where he says, uh, he went up and he said, hey, Peter, come follow me. And Peter just dropped his net and he walked and followed Jesus. But that is so much more to the story than that. Yeah, that serious commitment to just see Jesus be told to follow me and to drop it and go like that. I think that's your first taste of Peter's personality of just Mm -hmm. the seriousness and the the passion he lived his life with. Mm-hmm. I think, because I, I remember reading that as like a, like when I first started following Christ and I got so upset because it's like, man, I don't know if I could just drop everything like that. Because uh, he's like, all right, follow me. All right, I'm just going to drop everything. I a job, family, whatever I have at that point. I didn't have really a job or a family at that point. But like, you know, leave your house, leave everything you know, and just follow me. Um, and I got a little upset because I didn't know if I could do that. Um, and so I love that in Luke 5, he kind of he kind of draws this out a little bit for us more. And so it wasn't necessarily like a, a one-sentence thing where he dropped and, and changed it. He actually draws it out more. So basically you see Peter sitting on, on the, he's uh, fishing on, on this beach. He hears Jesus preach the message of who he is. Uh, and then Jesus actually comes over to him while he's sitting there. Uh, he had just got done a full day of fishing. Uh, he was out there during the prime time of when he should be able to catch a ton of fish. And he had really he caught nothing. And he was upset at this point. He's like, ah, it's a bad day. He's bringing all his nets in. And Jesus walks up to him, just like Jesus does. And he's like, hey, uh, can I head out in the boat with you? And uh, so Peter knew who he was at that point, kind of, because he had heard him preaching about who he was. He kind of thought he was probably a good prophet. He was an awesome guy. He's like, yeah, I said he's a bad guy. So he takes him out in the boat. And Jesus starts preaching out there from the boat. And so while they're out there, Jesus looks down at Peter and he says, take me out there and let's go fishing. Peter takes him out there to go fishing. Uh, and he says, throw your net down. And Peter, at this point, he, he looks at Jesus, I'm sure, and says, like, what are you, why, why are you telling me to do this? This is ridiculous. I'm a professional fisherman. Like, I know how to catch fish. At this point, I would have, I've, I've been out here trying all day long at the peak hours of when we should go fishing. Those peak hours are over. And now you're telling me to throw this net in and catch all these fish. This is just ridiculous. And I think sometimes in life, we get to that point with Jesus where we just, he asks us to do something and we just don't understand it. And sometimes you have to take that next step of faith to say, Jesus, I don't fully understand what you're asking me to do, but I know that you're telling me to take that next step, so I'm going to take it. And at this point, uh, I don't know if, if Peter even really knew what kind of hung in the balance of mm-hmm. him truly taking that next step and trusting in Jesus. Because that's, I mean, it's just hard. 
Yeah, that's uh, man, that's totally true. I can think of a lot of moments in my life, uh, significant moments that I can look back on now, where I felt like God was calling me to do something, and it made it it didn't make total sense to me rationally, but spiritually, for some reason, I had this peace that saying, "Man, if, if God's calling me to do this, and He's urging me, and, and when I say God's calling me, there's this." It's, it's almost like this whisper that the Holy Spirit speaks to you and says, man, do this. Peter had the ability to hear from Jesus in person. And, you know, mm-hmm. man, that's got to be great. But, yeah. you know, we have the Holy Spirit inside of us guiding us. And so um, those are some of the most significant moments in my spiritual journey. I remember in college, um, I was playing on the uh, soccer team with a scholarship. And I remember God telling me to give that up and to quit the team, give up my scholarship. And mm-hmm. at the time, it just didn't make sense uh, just rationally. But then spiritually, I had such peace about it because... I realized God was calling me to something else. So that's huge. Yeah, no, absolutely. And so I know, again, for me in my life as well, there's just those moments where you feel God nudging you. And I don't know what it is like for you, David, or for for you guys out there listening, like maybe it's that moment where he's he's just calling you to simply say like, hey, there's somebody over there that I I want you to go talk to. It's a school. And there's always somebody that you know, man, why are they sitting there by themselves? Or you, you look at them and you can see that that look in their eye of like, man, something's just wrong, and, and they just need somebody to notice them. They just need somebody to care about them. Or maybe it's something with your family or whatever it may be. You feel that nudge from God, and I think sometimes we don't even truly realize what hangs in the balance of us taking that next step or not. And mm-hmm. in this instance, I mean, you can go on later and read about Peter uh, towards the end. I mean, he changes hundreds of thousands of lives through through his following of Jesus, but but there was this one pivotal moment in his life where he had to make that decision to trust or not. And so if you guys read it there in Luke 5, you can continue reading with us. And so it's like Peter goes on and he says, okay, I'm going to trust you. I don't know why. I don't even fully understand. And you can see so many different times in Peter's life where he does that when he walks on the water. Uh, Jesus is always constantly kind of telling, like Peter's kind of the catalyst to take that next step of faith. And so Peter throws the net out, he pulls the net out, and he has just tons and tons of fish in there. And this was the first time that Peter really saw the miracle power of Jesus as well. Um, and I think so many of us out there, and this is what we had actually just talked about this at Kingdom Worker Training the other night um, on Tuesday nights. And we talked about how the idea of Peter heard who Jesus was. And so many of you guys out there have heard who Jesus is. Um, but it, sometimes it's not until you actually feel the power of God and feel that miracle power of who he is. Um, that it just totally clicks and that switch changes. And uh, even even for you guys that have been Christians for a really long time, there's so many of your friends that you're you're thinking, man, how can I, man, how can I share who who Jesus is with them? How can I convince them? How can I change their their thought or their mind? And and everybody kind of needs something different. Some people they're looking for just head knowledge, and they just need you to sit down and talk to them about who Jesus is. Others of you, man, they just need to, they need to truly feel the miracle power of who Jesus is. Yeah. And in your, man, your all's lives, like sometimes that is, oh, hey, I'm going to walk up and I'm going to pray and maybe, maybe there's a sickness or something's going to be healed. Or, and sometimes it's just the way that they can feel the love of who Jesus is um, by somebody who they, they didn't think cared about them or because they've never truly felt love at all. And so I just love, especially the beginning part of, of Peter and Jesus' life together, um, and how Peter both saw who he was head knowledge wise and and like facts of who he was, but also he saw the miracle power of who Jesus was. And after he saw that miracle power, it totally and radically changed his life. Yeah, I, I love that. It's it's one of those things too where God knows what each person needs to mm-hmm. take their next step. And mm-hmm. so I love that you pointed that out about how you may have friends that need need just a rational explanation of 
what Christianity is. And other other students, they don't need that. They need they need to feel something real. They need to feel God's presence in their life, yeah. and how God uniquely responds to each of those needs according to that that person. It's not like a one size fits all, but mm-hmm. but God, because He knows us personally, like intimately, He knows exactly what we need. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so again, you can keep reading on about Peter, and I encourage you guys to read more and more about him because his life is just. It's, it's all over the place, and that's the, the one reason I relate to him the most is because I think he goes back and forth all over the place, and he's trying to, he's trying to find who Jesus is calling him to be, but it's just hard. And so he kind of even gets to the point towards uh, the end back in Luke 22 when or he uh, actually denies who Jesus really is. Um, somebody comes to him, and they say, this guy who's about to die on the cross, like, mm. do you really associate with him? And after everything they'd been through and after everything they'd done, Peter looks at him three times and says, no, I have no idea who this guy is. And for me, man, how many times in my life do I do, I do that uh, with different sins or different struggles or different problems or even out loud when I'm in a setting where I know I need to talk about or be bold for Jesus, like I just shrivel up. And um, so it's, it's really encouraging for me to see that even somebody like Peter, who is, who is by definition, like from his name, the rock in which Jesus is going to build a, a, his church on, um, still has those moments uh, of being a man and kind of can struggle and go back and forth because every single one of us has those. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things. Like, and it's a great picture of someone who is like has every range of emotion, mm-hmm. where like you see joy and sorrow and regret and pain and mm-hmm. every single bit of that, and see a really clear picture of someone who followed Jesus, but doesn't is not perfectly put together. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have everything mm-hmm. in order, and that's yeah. that's really really cool to to have someone in scripture where you go, okay, yeah, I see myself in that. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like we have, a, we have a lot of students, and maybe you're listening as you feel that same way where you, you just feel like you can never measure up, mm-hmm. and you just walk, if you come to church at all, you, you come in, you just feel guilty, like, man, I'm not like all these people. They just, they have it together, like, they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they read their Bible every single day, they never miss a church service, they're serving others on a weekly basis, and I can't get even one of those three things you know, right. And then, but then again, you look in scripture and you see tons of people like that who just, they might get one thing right, but then they get four things wrong, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then God's grace covers that. And then they're like, oh yeah, you know, and they reorient their lives like, okay, yeah, I, all right, my eyes are fixed on Jesus. I'm following him. And then they get sidetracked again. And then they come back and yeah. it's story after story. I think that's a lot of why we're talking about our heroes of scripture, because they all have this thing in common of like, they mess up yeah. a lot, yeah. and uh, and yet God's grace covers over all of that. What, and you see so many times through Scripture, like Peter literally watched Jesus walk on water. He himself walked on water. You know what I mean? He watched Jesus heal paralyzed people or just totally take the laws of nature in this world and bend them like only God truly can. He saw all of that. And at the end of it, you come back to it with, with Peter, and you're like, how can you screw up after you've even after you've seen all that with your own eyes? And um, so there's just so much in, in, this, in the Bible about Peter, and I just love, I love how relatable I think he is and how encouraging he is for, for so many of you guys out there, and myself included, of you can screw up, man, but God is still going to be with you. Um, and don't ever forget that even though you do screw up, God can do amazing, amazing things through you. That's really good. So, uh, hey, Richard, so for any students who are trying to read more Scripture or they're intrigued by 
Peter's story, is there uh, any any advice you give them on practically on where to find more yeah. of his story and where they should start yeah. uh, reading if they want to know more? I would say if, if you really kind of want to learn a lot about who Peter is, I would start right there kind of in um, Luke 5. Uh, you can start in the beginning of Luke if you want, but I would start right there in Luke 5 and just kind of continue reading on through Luke. Uh, in Luke 5, you can see what we talked about in Luke 9, Luke 22, and then even if you kind of flip over to John, John 21 is kind of, uh, it's a good picture of the flow of Peter's life. And then even if you want to go farther, flip to Acts and you yeah. will read all about what Peter did once God truly transformed him um, all through Acts. That's awesome. Cool. Well, man, thanks so much for sharing. I I, uh, I know this is just so valuable for so many of our students and um, and inspiring, even for me, thinking and remembering like all these unique parts of their story and, mm -hmm. and how it um, looks a lot like my own story as well. Um, but uh, as we close out the show, guys, every week uh, we're issuing a little challenge. Challenge! And, uh, we're trying to incentivize it. I, I love that word. That's a great incentivize. word. Incentivize. Wow. Uh, did, you, did you have to look that up, or is that just in no? Your that's brain? just that's in my brain. Wow. That's Say straight it. from my brain Say matter. It slow. One more time. Incentivize. Wow. See, it feels like it feels like fun to say, but yeah. you're also getting something done. Yeah, you're getting yes. something done. <laughs> it's business time now. Uh, so last week uh, we issued uh, a challenge, uh, or a couple challenges actually, um, and you can go back to episode one and and listen to that. Uh, but uh, but today's challenge, I'm really excited about this. Uh, this for you uh, creative types out there, you'll really love this. But we want I'm to see, uh, we want you to recreate the Southland students logo. Wow. If you don't know what that is, you can just look at the podcast title. It's it's on there. Our logo's right there. It's on a million t-shirts that are out there. There's lots One of million. fun little loops and lines and all that stuff. Find them we, all. we want you to recreate it uh, and with something creative. And so, yeah. you know, just off the top of my head, you could use um, uh, spaghetti noodles. Yeah, you know. Yeah, sure. Spaghetti noodles. You, you came up with incentivize, and the matches. best thing you can say is spaghetti noodles <laughs> matches, but don't light them. Be safe. Or um, do, because that would be awesome. Well, and be I think we said before, your phone. <laughs> like, can't be held phone if you want that. to, like, on your back, do the Southland Students logo in uh, sunscreen. Oh and, man! And then burn the rest of your body, which would probably yep. not be safe either. We can't condone uh, tanning beds. But yes, no. Natural light. Yeah, <laughs> all day. Yeah, natural light. <laughs> Um, so you guys know, you, you can, you're creative. creative, you figure it out. Way and, more creative than me, bro. Uh, and so what we, what we want you to do is recreate that logo and then hop on to Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, post it, make sure you tag us, tag do one that. of the accounts and use the hashtag Southland students podcast. Hashtag Again, Southland hashtag students. Southland students podcast. Uh, and make sure down. you spell it right because then that's embarrassing if you don't do it. So use the hashtag and what we want you to do as you post it, tell your buddies to be listening to the podcast, check in 20 minutes a week, that's all. And, uh, and if you win, we will mm -hmm. announce the winner um, soon. Uh, we have a $25 Visa gift card wow. for you. Wow, what can That's you right. buy with $25? A lot of things. That's right, Ben, right now, what would you buy with $25 Visa? Five Starbucks drinks. <laughs> wow. And Richard, just drink them and, all at once. <laughs> now, in, in, in elementary school, they said, hey, what would you do with $100? And I 
did not have a concept of money, so I tried to develop this big plan to put a pool in the sanctuary. Uh, <laughs> that was not worth $100. Awesome. So my concept of money's not real. So right now, though, if I handed you a $25 Visa gift card, what would you do with it? Oh, I'd go to a movie. I don't know why. I just okay. wanted the first thing that popped into my head. That was All it. Right. I don't know why. Just by yourself or Maybe taking your myself. wife on a date? Well, <laughs> probably best if I took my wife with me. I think she'd be happy about that. So, yeah, it's like oh, date night. That's what there I There you do. go, date night. Come on. All right, $25 Visa gift card is on the line. So post it online with the hashtag Southland Students Podcast so we can see it. Put it on the gram. And it's going to be great. We'll get that gift card for you. Um, as a reminder, you can find us at southlandchristian.org slash students. And you can find our social media stuff on there, all of our individual campus accounts. Mm. But if you hop on Facebook, you can just search Southland Students and be sure to like our page on there. Please you can do. post stuff there. We want you to. We do. It we, makes us feel good. Yeah. It's, yes. it's not our identity. But it's encouraging. <laughs> it doesn't Thank, hurt. Thanks, Pastor hurt. Richard. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, fellas, any final thoughts you'd like to share with the... Uh, I don't believe public. so. Man, I think we poured it all out. Poured it, incentivized cool. really just blew my mind. So I don't know. It's kind of fried after Take that it to word. the bank, people. It's kind of fried after that big word. That's awesome. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. See you guys. Bye-bye.